This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Jennifer Langosh, who covers the Cardinals for MLB.com. Jen, happy post-Halloween podcast. Uh, how was your Halloween? with First Halloween with, with uh, your daughter. Yeah, it was a little more fun this year. Uh, we dressed up in our family as pumpkins. So well, little Audrey's only seven months old, so she didn't really go trick-or-treating. But she did sit with me on the porch for a while and tried to hand out candy. We got some pictures. Um, but certainly it, it adds a new element of fun when you have a little child to, to involve in the holiday. Yeah, and maybe you get some extra free candy, which I'm never mad about. <laughs> no, I totally agree. And as my husband pointed out to me, um, the only leftover candy I got, la- I had last night, Danny, were the Reese's, and that was by design. It's my favorite candy, so I happened to just accidentally give out all the other candy first, and then I was left behind with a few Reese's. So it all worked out. It works, Jen. Funny how that works. <laughs> all right, Jen. Let's uh, let's talk about this Cardinals team. I know we touched on some free agent uh, notes and news last week, but I want to talk about the coaching staff first. Uh, we have two new additions that we get to highlight, Stubby Clapp and Jeff Albert. And I believe Jeff Albert just got a Twitter account because a lot of people were following him or he had the Twitter account and now people know who he is. So people are following him. Um, so check out Jeff Albert on Twitter. But um, Stubby Clapp uh, is an extremely uh, successful uh, manager right now. He had just two seasons in AAA. He had two PCL titles, a national championship, two manager of the year awards. Um, and now he's going to come join the Cardinals. This is a pretty big deal. Yeah, I mean, that's quite the resume you just rattled off. And as you noted, Danny, that's all just in two seasons as the manager for the Memphis club. And, you know, he is a guy who the Cardinals organization really did not want to lose. And, you know, that success that he had in Memphis, as well as some of the success he had had previously in stints with the Astros and Blue Jays and working with the national team in Canada and the World Baseball Classic. I mean, he is somebody who is on the radar of a lot of organizations and someone who, um, you know, I know there was speculation that he might get some interest for the the job, the managerial job in Toronto. That didn't happen. Um, but the Cardinals wanted to find a way to retain him, and they're going to do so by promoting him to be their first base coach next year. Obviously, he brings with him uh, a lot of already formed relationships. I mean, so many of the players on this Cardinals roster are homegrown, and a lot have played under Stubby Clapp in Memphis. So I think he'll be a welcome voice on this staff, certainly, and helps manager Mike Schilt uh, round out the staff, the members that he was still looking to add. And then Jeff Albert as well. Uh, Jen, you wrote about how he kind of expects to bring an analytical approach to the hitting, uh, the hitting uh, world with the Cardinals. And do you feel like that's something that the Cardinals were lacking before? 
I think so, Danny. You know, it's interesting. I was, I was kind of sharing the other day with someone who was asking about kind of what the job of the modern day hitting coach is. It's really not, you know, an everyday responsibility to go work with players on mechanics of their swing, right? I mean, these are guys who who know their swing so well. Obviously, it's gotten them to the major leagues. There's a lot more on the analytical side that I think teams want to prioritize these days. And, you know, Jeff Albert brings that. He is somebody who um, is going to bring, I think, a different idea in terms of approach. You look at, you know, what he did to help the Astros team last year, a team that had very few strikeouts relative to totals across baseball. That's something the Cardinals would like him to implement here. So just mental approaches, um, you know, different how to approach pitchers in different counts against different pitches. I think that's kind of where this position is trending. And obviously, I think he compliments Mark Budaska very well. Budaska will remain as assistant hitting coach. Um, so certainly there will be opportunities to talk mechanics, yes. But I think the emphasis moving forward is really to talk about approach. And that's something that Jeff Albert has had a lot of success with players, um, both in the Cardinals minor league system when he was here as a minor league coach previously, and then most recently with the Astros. And I'm sure someone he, Jeff Albert's probably interested in working with uh, is Marcelo Suna. And Marcelo Suna was a part of the Marlins uh, kind of breakdown, Stanton going to the Yankees, Yelich going to the Brewers. Both of those guys had a lot of success last year and I know Osuna wasn't he wasn't quite there and that that's because of um, his right shoulder and he had some cleanup surgery this week Jen and that was definitely part of the issue this season but they're hoping that this this very minor surgery can kind of get him back on track yeah, so I mean, this is very minor surgery, as you noted, the Cardinals and Dr. Neil Elatrash, who performed the surgery, both have said that they expect Ozuna to be 100% recovered by spring training. I think this is a good thing, Danny, and that's rare. You know, we don't usually talk about surgery as, as a positive, but, you know, as you watched Marcel Ozuna last year, really from day one of camp, that shoulder wasn't right. And as much as he tried to rest it in spring and he took a break and got a cortisone shot, you know, about late, mid to late August um, to try to rejuvenate himself, it just really never cooperated. And where it was most notable, of course, was in his throws from the outfield. This is a guy who over the last four seasons, if you look at the stat cast data, Danny, his velocity on his throws has decreased very steadily the last four years, so much so to the point where this past year, it was the worst in Major League Baseball. And that was just because he couldn't get any oomph on his throws because of the pain and the discomfort and the inflammation in his shoulder. It also, you know, affected him with his hitting. And it's a little harder, um, I think, to point your finger on exactly what was affected, but he has noted that it really bothered him trying to turn on inside pitches. So all that being said, here is a guy who the Cardinals need to be a middle of the order impact that next season. It's what they thought they were getting in him this year. And you look at the final numbers from his 2018 season and they're okay. I think it was periods of inconsistency that were really a frustration to both him and the organization. So he underwent that surgery this week. He'll go through several weeks of rehab and the Cardinals are really hopeful that he puts in the work this off season so that when he reports to Jupiter this next year, he'll be ready to go hundred percent. and can have a very big season, which of course benefits the Cardinals, but could also benefit Marcelo Zuna who will be a free agent at the end of next year. Yeah, absolutely. I know that that, that will have an impact uh, for the 2019 season and just kind of, Getting all the pieces together, every year we talk about what's the biggest key to success and every single, all 30 reporters say health. You have to stay healthy. That's the key, you know, and, and it'll it'll take you as far as it can. So uh, hoping that that surgery maybe 
clears things up for him on both sides of the plate. Uh, Jen, let's switch gears to uh, free agents because we're kind of seeing a little baby bit of movement across baseball right now. News came out yesterday that Clayton Kershaw and David Freeze both got extensions. Um, so it sounds like maybe, you know, they could do something with the Dodgers. And it's it's kind of a domino effect when it comes to baseball and how all of this works. Um, but some of the the people that the Cardinals could lose to free agency, Bud Norris, Tyson Roth, Matt Adams, obviously Adam Wainwright um, already signed. But, you know, what are, what are you reading on these guys uh, and their decisions? Yeah, I mean, you named the three free agents that, that the Cardinals will be losing. And I don't suspect that any of them are priority signs for the Cardinals. I mean, you look at what Bud Norris did last year. He was certainly an integral part of the of the team. Uh, he was a guy who, you know, signed a minor league deal and then opened the season a few weeks later was their full-time closer. So not to minimize the contributions he made, but I'm just not sure he's a fit moving forward for this team. There are some injury concerns. You know, he wasn't able to, to health-wise be able to show the stamina late in the season that he really would have like to. So um, I wouldn't suspect that there would be a reunion there. Tyson Ross, you know, pitched well and pitched in an important role for the Cardinals the final two months of the season, really kind of being a guy that they could call upon in you know early innings. They had some trouble with their starter, somebody who gave them multiple inning appearances. But if you look down, up and down the, the depth chart with the Cardinals, they have so many starting pitching candidates. I just don't see that Tyson Ross necessarily being a fit because I would suspect that he's going to want to find an organization that's going to give him an opportunity to start again. As for Matt Adams, I know Matt Adams would love to be back here. He makes St. Louis his permanent home now. Um, and a lot of Cardinal fans would love Matt Adams back as well. The trouble for him is really in the same situation that led to him being dealt away a couple years ago in the first place, which is he just doesn't offer a lot of flexibility. He's a guy who plays one position, that being first base, and he's a left-handed hitter. And right now the Cardinals have a left-handed hitting first baseman in Matt Carpenter, who is going to be an everyday player. So while the Cardinals do want to add some left-handed batters to their roster this winter, I suspect that they'd prefer to do so by adding some players who can give them a little more defensive versatility. So um, for that reason, I don't think Matt Adams is a fit either. So I would expect all three to sign elsewhere and the Cardinals to look for help in other areas. Jen, when you look at the available uh, pitchers that are on that free agent market, we talked about this a little bit last week. What kind of... Uh, like parentheses are we putting around the the kind of pitchers and people that would fit in um, for that starting rotation or even even in the bullpen um, that the Cardinals like to look at are there some names that stuck out to you yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, Dini, because as I noted, the Cardinals have a wealth of pitching. But just because you have a wealth of pitching doesn't always mean that you have enough pitching, right? I mean, we've seen they really typically never have enough in that department. So, you know, if the Cardinals want to add a top of the rotation type arm, there are some available this year. You look at a Patrick Corbin, a Dallas Keuchel, look at Nathan Evaldi and, and kind of what he did in the postseason, I think has turned a lot of heads as well. You know, if the Cardinals feel like they want to add to that rotation, I think there's certainly opportunity to do so in the free agent market. I think more important to the Cardinals, though, is to add to the bullpen. And right now, in particular, they've got to get some left-handed relief help. Um, they've tried in the past with Brett Cecil. They tried to acquire and Chase and Shreve last year. And they just haven't found that reliable lefty 
who can retire opponents, big left-handed bats, you know, especially in those latter innings. So I would suspect that that's going to be the priority as well as maybe even adding a little bit more to the depth, even from the right side on the bullpen. Um, But I still think it's very interesting to keep an eye on the starting market, because again, even though the Cardinals don't appear to have a need for the rotation, if you upgrade in that area, then perhaps somebody who you thought was going to be in that rotation can slide into your bullpen. And as a, as a whole, it makes that whole team better. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, everyone's just waiting. We're just kind of all waiting to see what happens. I'm really hoping, Jen, honestly, that we don't have a repeat of last year um, where the chips didn't fall until pretty late in the season. Um, but you never you never know with baseball. That's the funny thing about it. Um, Jen, the last, the last guy we're going to talk about in spotlight, Colton Wong, um, he won a fielding Bible award this week and we'll find out on Sunday, not too long net from now, if he's a gold glove winner for the very first time. And I know this is a really important uh, moment because I think that the Cardinals defense has been criticized up and down, um, for the past couple of years. And so this would be a really bright moment for not only Colton, but the Cardinals. It would. And you know what, Danny, this is such an important award to Colton Wong. And it's, you know, it's, it's kind of cute to hear that because a lot of times you hear players downplay individual honors. Colton Wong wants a gold glove so, so badly. And it has really bothered him in the past that he hasn't even been a finalist for the award. When um, you look up and down the numbers, his defensive metrics, his numbers have always stacked up the last couple of years against those who have been finalists. So um, a very deserving candidate. And again, I mean, you look at the, the defensive numbers at the end of this year, Colton Wong among second baseman in the national league is basically at the top of every single category. So I'm very curious to see if he's going to get the recognition that he deserves, um, or if this is an award that, you know, as it has in the past often goes with reputation and perhaps somebody a little bit more well-known like a Javier Baez, who's also a finalist ends up kind of edging Colton for this award. But um, yeah, it's something he's motivated by. And it's something that, you know, I think we saw Colton take some big steps forward defensively and that's, you know, that's a tough to ask because he was a guy who was already above average defensively at second base, but um, really looked to, to, to kind of take it to another level this year. And as you mentioned, the Cardinals defense, another area that they want to continue to improve upon. But I will say that as you kind of forecast what this roster is going to look like next year, I think if you're a Cardinals fan, you have to be encouraged by what the defense up the middle looks like. I mean, you obviously have Yadi Molina, one of the best defensive catchers of this generation behind the plate. You have Harrison Bader in center field, a guy who very easily could have been a gold glove finalist up in center field. Um, And then up the middle in the infield, you have Colton Wong, a gold glove contender and Paul DeYoung who put together a very nice season at short. So, Finally, they seem to have some stability up the middle. I think one of the keys to this offseason, though, is improving the defense then down the lines. All right, Jen. We're going to wait and see what the Cardinals decide to do to try to make those things happen and put together a complete team for the 2019 season. As always, I love getting to chat with you. I know we're going to talk next week. Yeah, I look forward to it, Danny. Hopefully, with free agency opening here tomorrow, we'll have a little bit more to talk about in these upcoming podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. With Jen Langosh. I'm Danny Wexelman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.